Hey, listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates. I've never paid a dime for ads. Um, and a lot of it has come from posting very regularly to make sure that you stay on top of being active so people remember your name. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honesty Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, we're welcoming to the show an amazing founder. She founded her own company, Firefly Slime, at the age of 14. They're now celebrating the fifth year of business. They've done over 15,000 sales. She's a single-handed operation. She's been running everything. Welcome to the show, Angelina Lee. Happy to be here. Awesome. All right. So... You know, I I said the name pretty fast, but let me just put it out there for everybody. Like, we're talking about slime. We're selling. You know, let's just tell a little bit more about the actual product because it's very interesting and fun. Yeah. So um, most people, when they think of slime, they think of you know the buckets that they have in like a Walmart's toy section. But if you look into slime and how um, much it's evolved over the years, it's so much more than you'll ever think. Um, there's so many different textures, colors, and different clay creations that people have came up with. And people mainly use it for stress relief, anxiety relief, just to get something off your mind for the day, or um, you know, presents for kids or anyone of all ages, of course. But I'd say a lot of um, my target audience would be kids that love to craft and um, love like the satisfying sounds and textures of things. Awesome. So just like it sounds, we're talking about a really fun product here. So take me back. What was going on in your life? Uh, you know, maybe what got you interested in slime and how did that evolve into, you know, let me try to sell this on the internet. Yeah. So it started when I was 14 and I never had set out to start a business. Um, it was just a hobby of mine because I was into all things crafty. So I love to paint and sculpt and crochet and slime just happened to be one of them. Um, I started posting my products on Instagram when I saw other people doing it. And then I started getting comments of asking like, where can I buy this? And I was so confused because I was like, why would you want to buy this thing? I make it from my house. So um, I convinced my parents to set up my first bank account. I got my first debit card and um, I opened up a small Etsy shop in 2017. And from there, sales kind of just went pretty crazy. I was very fortunate that I started my business right when like the satisfying ASMR trends were very popular. So as people were discovering that trend, they were also discovering me. And um, from there, I transferred over to Shopify just to get a little more freedom with my own website and just more creative freedom with running everything business-wise. And from there, it's just kind of launched and I've been growing and expanding like crazy. Um, I've been to conventions all over the country to sell in person at like pop-up shops and slime conventions, believe it or not, those are a thing. Um, I was on a TV competition show. I've been on multiple podcasts, including this one. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of 
changed my entire life. I was originally going to go into the medical field, but I kind of realized that it wasn't really something that was meant for me. And this business is what um, made me transfer over to studying business administration. And um, yeah, now I pretty much have restocks weekly that sell out instantly. I make over like a thousand products every 30 days. And um, yeah, it's been super successful and I'm really grateful for it. That's amazing. So let's go back uh, a little bit to as you're kind of getting things online and you're getting those first set of sales. I know there's creators out there that have a product that they're thinking of or they already have the product, but they're thinking about marketing it. What tips would you have for them on capitalizing on like organic social media and how to like try to turn that attention into you know, profit essentially? Yeah. So with my social media, I have um, 375,000 followers on Instagram, 120,000 on TikTok and 20,000 on YouTube. And I can proudly say that that's all been organic. I've never paid a dime for ads. Um, and a lot of it has come from posting very regularly to make sure that you stay on top of being active so people remember your name and that you pop up on people's um, explore page as much as possible. Um, just kind of figuring out what's trending, what people like to see, do a lot of reflecting on what kind of content that you make that does well, what kind of content people are looking for so that you can replicate it, do something better, always improve because there's always room to do better. Um, and yeah. <laughs> so when you're creating content, are you creating it for one specific platform and then reusing it? Or when you're creating it, it's specifically for one and, and that's it? Um, so first I started off with only Instagram and I did all of my content through there. And I was very used to, you know, the one minute long videos. And then um, every platform that I've also tried, I've kind of had to adjust my content based on the audience on that platform. Like YouTube, of course, I can't post just one minute videos. Um, YouTube, I would have to do like longer lifestyle videos, tour videos, like day in the life videos. That would be like at least 10 minutes long. And for TikTok, everyone has a very short attention span. So everything has to be like under 30 seconds at best. So I have to... Um, edit my editing style, of course, and like how I shoot the content um, based on what kind of audience I'm aiming it towards. As you kind of were getting these sales and things started to ramp up, can you talk a little bit about the limitations of just being on Etsy and kind of the freedoms that you experienced moving over to a platform like Shopify, um, just to help anyone else out there that's thinking about kind of transitioning or getting a more professional or, or investing more into their own kind of uh, own website? Yeah. So when I started, I definitely didn't um, expect it to blow up this much. Five years down the line, I did not think I was still going to be doing this. So I definitely did not invest as much money as I would have if I was able to go back and tell myself, like, buy those things in bulk. I know you're scared, but just do it. Um, so I started off on Etsy. I did that for, I think, a couple months. Um, but it was really good when you're first starting out because Etsy already has customers on its website so they can search and they can find you. But um, I realized a lot of my customers were from my social media and not from Etsy itself. So I was paying you know, unnecessary fees from Etsy. And Etsy has a very like standard way that the site will look. And I kind of wanted more creative freedom in that way. And Shopify 
um, kind of offers so many more themes and styles and you can even hire people to make custom ones. Of course, it will cost you, but um, it's definitely worth it because it's your brand. You can make it how you want it to seem and present yourself how you want your customers to see you. And I thought that was so important with shopping, uh, with switching over to Shopify. And um, yeah, Shopify has, in my experience, um, so much better customer support. So whenever I needed help with something, they were so good. Um, there's so many more features like their analytics that were really important for me. And um, yeah, just being able to customize things the way I want them was really important to me. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. You can learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E.io. Mesa is the easy-to-use answer for automating the everyday challenges of running a Shopify store. Find more aha moments when you're spending less time in the weeds and can focus on the bigger picture. With automations, you have all the power of code without the learning curve. You can easily customize how Shopify and your apps work with one-click integrations. From auto-tagging orders to sending order details to a Shopify customer database, Mesa connects your data where it's needed most. To put it quite simply, Mesa is a better way to work. So find your peace of mind and kick up your feet with a simplified workload to manage the everyday stress of running your Shopify store. Search for Mesa, that's M-E-S-A, in the Shopify App Store and download the app today. Free plan available with a no-cost setup included. We've talked about this before on our podcast, but returns are an absolute hassle. They're often costly, time-consuming, and complicated, but there's a better way to handle returns. Our partner Loop helps Shopify brands deliver hassle-free return experiences. Their platform empowers shoppers to process their own returns, creating a better user experience for both you and your customers. Plus, they encourage exchanges over refunds. They make it a lot easier for shoppers to browse through your entire product catalog at the point of return. It's a true win-win. Loop is trusted by over 1,600 Shopify merchants from side hustles to enterprise-level brands like Patagonia, Brooklinen, and Chubby's. It's time to transform your returns into exchanges. Learn more at loopreturns.com slash honest. That's L-O-O-P-R-E-T-U-R-N-S dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Getting an online business off the ground isn't easy. So if you find yourself working late, tackling a to-do list that's a mile long with your fifth cup of coffee by your side, remember, great email doesn't have to be complicated. That's what Klaviyo is for. It's the email and SMS platform built to help e-commerce brands earn more money by creating genuine customer relationships. Once you set up your free Klaviyo account, you can start sending beautiful branded messages in minutes thanks to drag and drop design templates and built-in guidance. And with e-commerce specific recommendations and insights, you can keep growing your business as you go. Get started with a free account at klaviyo.com honest. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Now, let's uh, talk a little bit more about, you know, what's a day in the life of a solopreneur that's in college full time? Yeah, so I definitely um, have a lot of things on my plate. I'm a very busy body, so I love to stay productive. So I pretty much juggle as much as I can with being a full time college student um, with a full time slime business 
And now I'm doing two internships this summer, as well as a position in a club at my school. Um, so I'm definitely very busy. Um, utilizing my Google Calendar is pretty much my lifesaver just to structure all of my responsibilities and my deadlines. Um, but basically, in the morning, I would work with my internship. I'd do any meetings. And then if I had class that day, I would go to class kind of in like the afternoon. And by the time I get back, I would pretty much use that entire time um, to work. So because I work single-handedly, I pretty much operate everything. So from production, packaging, editing, filming, um, customer service, every um, aspect of ordering anything from manufacturers, I had to research and learn that from someone that did not know how to manage money, someone that did not have a bank account. I kind of had to learn on the go. Um, trial and error was definitely my best friend in learning from my mistakes, learning from peers, and um, I utilized some Shopify courses, but most of it was kind of learning from my own journey. Absolutely. Let's talk about that journey some more. Are there any kind of standout uh, memories that you have or maybe mistakes that you made that you want to let listeners kind of watch out for or just learn from your mistakes so they don't have them themselves? I'd say listen to the demand for the products. Um, one thing that I did in the very beginning was I kind of had everything set to... Um, always in stock and then people would purchase it. I would make it and then um, I'd sell it as people are buying it. But what I realized was that my demand was going up so high, I couldn't keep up. So I switched to a different style of there's only this amount in stock. And once it's out, um, it's gone, which is so much better for me now because um, once customers see that it's out of stock, there kind of is like a demand that people see like, oh, if it's in stock, I need to get it now, um, which is really great at converting sales and good for me with managing my time and um, just being able to have uh, more control over my inventory was really important. Absolutely. So what what's the future hold for you? What do you like? Um, what are some of the goals that you have for the business? Are you thinking about continuing on with this? Are you thinking about potentially selling it someday and and moving into something else? You know, what's the future hold? I would definitely love to keep expanding as much as I can. Um, in the future, I would love to hire some employees finally, because I definitely need the help. Um, I'd love to get like a warehouse or a separate space for it because right now um, my entire basement is pretty much dedicated to working. Like all of my supplies are down there on all the shelves, all of my equipment are down there and I would not want to hire employees to work at my house. So I would definitely love to expand to its own building somewhere that I would have separate from work and home. Um, I would just have to commute there, which kind of sucks because it's really convenient being your own boss and be able to, to walk a few steps and then start working as soon as you get that like click of like, I want to be productive right now. Absolutely. Now, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you think would resonate with our audience? Um, yeah, my parents were um, pretty unsure about the business at first because they had high hopes of me going into med school because my family is pretty much split between my dad's side being um, engineers and my mom's side being like pharmacists and doctors. So growing up, I always thought that those were kind of my two options that I didn't really look into what else was there out for me. Um, and when I started the business when I was 14, my parents always 
um, made sure that I understood it was only a hobby. You could never get um, in the way of school and how important education was. And of course, I 100% agree with them. Um, and it only took to when I went to conventions that they saw my customers in person. They saw all the other people that were doing the same thing as I was. And um, from going to, oh, this is just a hobby. You like, don't do too much of it. And then we went home from the convention. They're like, oh, you should do what this person's doing. You should work more. I'll help you now. So they kind of um, took that to realize that I had so much more potential than they realized. Because doing a lot of um, e-commerce, you don't see the products go to the customer. Like Once you make it, you ship it, you never see it again. Um, and it's hard to understand... Um, like what the customers love about it and how it helps them in any way. And for my parents, they never saw that side until they saw it in person. And from there, they've just been super supportive. Um, they now help me with packaging when I need it. And they bring the packages to the post office when my mailman doesn't come. And they definitely help as much as they can now. That's awesome. So we've been talking all about this awesome slime. If I, you know, if I'm a curious listener and I want to check out the products, where do I go? Um, I sell it on FireflySlime.com, and you can definitely check out my Instagram and TikToks for all of my restock information. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right, I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.